If you've come to coaching after working for someone else, maybe for decades, it's a huge shift to have your own solo business. Suddenly, you are completely autonomous. You make all the decisions. No one is expecting you at work. (laughs) No one will tell you what to do or how to do it. No one but you can hold yourself accountable for your actions. And that can be terrifying and it's liberating, but it requires a big adjustment in the way you think and the rhythm of your work. These are things not widely talked about in the how-tos out there that can make a big difference to your anxiety levels as a coach, your happiness in the work, and your tangible results. I've discovered a little secret, a habit really, that helped me to stop doing, doing, doing from my coaching business in a mindless way. And anyone can do this. It's a business saver. Find the full episode and more resources for coaches at prosperouscoach.com slash 264. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing, and don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey, coaches, have you ever noticed this? We live a lot of our busy lives in a half trance. Most people operate on autopilot, even if they don't feel confident about what they're doing. Here's usually what happens at work. You sit down at your desk or wherever the action happens and start doing. You keep doing until you're tapped out, frustrated, or have run out of tasks. And that's your day. Tomorrow will likely look the same unless there is a pattern interrupt. The problem with doing for doing's sake, when you own your own coaching business, is that it won't get you where you want to go. You want to attract a steady stream of eager, coachable clients who will invest and want to transform. That will take thinking things through, planning and strategizing your actions. Conscious thought and intentional action are muscles to start building right now. I'm not going to get into the how-tos of strategizing right now, but I've got something that if you put it into habit, will help you get ready to be a strategic thinker for your coaching business every day. It's this, so simple. Set a regular date to meet with the CEO of your coaching business, and that's you. It's a much-needed pattern interrupt for mindless activity, what you do when you're just trying anything and hoping it will work. And it will help you come down to earth. During these meetings with yourself, ruminate about yourself in your role as a business owner and about your business. Give some conscious thought without having to act. When you're in your first year or so of coaching business, I recommend doing this at least monthly. Here's how it works. You schedule a time on your calendar for say 30 minutes up to two hours. Make this time sacred. Don't cop out on yourself or not show up or double book. Push away from tasks, remove potential interruptions, you know, turn off your phone, move away from your desk, whatever you need to do. 
And clear your mind by getting into your body. It could be taking a walk or lying on the floor to do a body scan, whatever it takes to slow down your mind. And by the way, that doesn't have to take a lot of time. Once you get into a rhythm of doing this, you become really good at doing it. And then ask yourself a set of powerful questions. I have some for you that I'm going to go through with you in a minute. Or you can make up your own. Make the questions open-ended. What, where, when, how, who, why. So they cause you to self-reflect. And consider recording your answers on your phone or jotting notes by hand. Alternatively, you could enlist a colleague, your own coach, or a mentor to this process. Sometimes my husband helps me with these things, or I ask one of my several friends who are coaches to help me with this process. But most often, I'm able to do it for myself. You want to value yourself by taking this regular time out and be real with yourself. It's a beautiful way to take care of your business. So here are the 12 powerful questions I have to help you move consciously forward in your coaching business. I have been asking myself these in quarterly CEO meetings. So the first question is, what have I learned about myself? That might be over the last month, quarter, year. Asking yourself what you've learned about yourself gives you a chance to catch up with who you are now that you weren't before. It makes you feel good about yourself and you have learned a lot. The second question is, what outcome do I want to bring about right now, next month, this year? If you move forward without knowing the outcomes that you want, you're aimless. Number three, why is this important to me? You might find out by answering that question that it actually isn't important to you, and you'll have to rethink. Number four, how does this align with my personal values and integrity? Five, how specifically would this serve me or others? Six, what obstacles or fears are arising? You know, when you set goals, it's natural for all the fears to come rushing in, all the thoughts about, I don't know how to do this or that, or how do I feel? What are those fears? What do I need to overcome those obstacles or fears? You know, it might be just as simple as setting a plan and moving forward, but there might be other things you need to do to overcome those obstacles. Number eight, what specific actions will I take? Get really specific here. Number nine, how can I do this in a strategic way? You know, a little more thinking it through. What would be strategic for you at this point in your coaching business? Number 10, when will I take each of these actions? Number 11, what aspects of myself do I need to call upon to do this? You know, who are you now? What can you bring to the table? Assets, characteristics, traits, courage, whatever. And number 12, who could help me? Now, this is a basic set of questions that can work well anytime, and you might get more specific in your questions if you are having one of these meetings with yourself for a more specific reason. For example, you could be thinking through a single decision. Maybe you've realized that you're not attracting ideal clients and you need to think through why that is and how you could make small incremental changes for a better result. Or maybe you've just run a promotion that did or didn't pay off, and you need to decide what you'll do next time. 
Or perhaps you're considering a change in your niche and you want to tease that out. One of the many reasons why coaching is so valuable as a service is that it encourages the client to slow down, self-reflect, answer powerful questions, and come to conscious decisions. As a coach and business owner, turn your coaching skills to your own advantage and coach yourself regularly. So what will you do now to integrate the habit of conscious thought and intentional action? Stay inspired and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome, and it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.